Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. in town and the music's on his side Let's dance! Footloose Welcome to Rewatchability. It's the podcast where we rewatch old movies and see how they hold up today. I'm excited for this one. I'm excited too. A lot has changed since then. (laughs) I know. Yeah. It's kind of gone backwards, I think, Uh, in in, in the world. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a relevant topic. I mean, we're talking about Footloose, obviously, Mm. the most relevant movie. Before we get into that, we want to thank our Patreon subscribers. Those are the people who give us one, three, five dollars a month. Keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. Keep us dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people who do that get the podcast early, oh, get yeah. bonus content. Yeah, we usually release like a podcast per month just for Patreon subscribers. So, yeah. Yeah, you can get that uh, patreon.com slash rewatchability. Yeah. yeah. But today we're talking about Footloose, and we do have a special guest to talk about this. It is Glenn Bowerman from the Spacing Radio Podcast. Thanks for having me, boys. I'm ready to cut loose. Footloose? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Kick off those Sunday shoes. I wore my Monday shoes. Oh, no. Oh, that's a, yeah, hate, is that a sin? That. <laughs> John Lithgow probably has something to say about that, yeah, too. Yeah, he's going to thump his Bible on you. <laughs> Spacing is like a, is like urban uh, yeah, affairs podcast? Uh, yeah, urban urbanist issues, architecture, Canadian cities, transit, all, all that kind of good stuff. When are you going to talk about cop horse poop in the bike lane? I never stopped talking about it, but yeah, we, we need to we need to really. It's uh, a big problem. Yeah, it, it wafts everywhere. I've it's almost smell. been taken out by it. Uh, oh quite no, a couple times. Yeah, it's horrible. And of course, we're talking about Footloose because I think Doug Ford has banned dancing. Is that what happened in <laughs> Toronto? We're no longer allowed to yeah. dance. Yeah, I think you have to go to like one of the wards that used to exist in Toronto <laughs> in order to dance. So. I heard you can dance, but it has to be the Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. Oh very God. Good. <laughs> yeah. Well, Footloose is like one of those movies I think we wanted to talk about for a long time, and we've gotten lots of requests. In mm-hmm. fact, we got a request just recently from one of our listeners, David, mm-hmm. in Newbury Park, California. Wow, nice. Yeah. He is always <laughs> requesting things. He keeps us on our toes every yeah. day. We couldn't possibly record all the podcasts for the movies he requests. No. But we wanted to do this one and give a shout out to David. Yeah. And uh, I like how we're like protecting his last name, like keeping his privacy. But he said the town he lives in. So now everyone's going to be like, David, It could be a big town. Newbury. Or it could be one of those small towns where like you're not allowed to dance and everybody knows everybody. <laughs> yeah. I think they don't have podcasts in his town. So he's like, please do these movies for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, but keep up sending the requests, David. And if you have requests, people who aren't David, you can put them on Facebook or you can Twitter us them or we have like a sound thingy on our website. Yeah. Actually, you can leave like a voice message for us on our website. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. That's it's cool. pretty sweet. Yeah. And Glenn, you also recommend recommended this movie. This was yep. your suggestion. So why, in God's good name, <laughs> did you want to talk about Footloose? So uh, whether I wanted it to be or not, it's a big part of my life. <laughs> I grew up in a small town, not like a, a Beaumont small town, mm-hmm. but just a kind of town where like, if you're not into sports, the only thing to do in high school is dance. To, to dance and, and, and be <laughs> in the high school musical. So in oh, grade nice. 11, we did the musical adaptation oh, really? of Footloose. Oh, that's awesome. And it was atrocious. <laughs> Wait, so you were a Footloose? 
What, uh, what footloose were you? <laughs> uh, I was, you know, that one uh, at the beginning where all the feet are like sort of doing their thing. Yeah. I was the one that moves her ankle oh. all the way around. Oh, Very, wow, the Exorcist footloose. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. good. Yeah. Uh, good no, who did you play in the in the? I music? played the the bad boyfriend Chuck Cranston. Oh, oh no. see, I would have pictured you as like a Kevin Bacon. I, I yeah. would love to be K back, but I it didn't. Uh, didn't. We all aspired at Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah. but if you have the sizzle. <laughs> It's a bacon pun. Yeah, that was nice. I like that. Like yeah. yeah, you're really making uh, a female out of this. It's good. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a great character in the movie. He has, like, the truck with the antlers on it yep. and the boom box. Yeah, he probably has a gun rack in his truck. He, he definitely has a gun yeah. against, like, lying on top of the boom box. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. But was he as badass in the high school musical version? Well, in the musical version, he sings the Sammy Hagar song that's playing in the yeah. truck while, they're, while she's doing her little stunt. Uh, Oh, so, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. pretty, okay, cool. So, so you sang that you were, you I, channeled Sammy Hagar, I, yeah, the I, Red Rocket himself. I tried my best, man. <laughs> Wait, had so, a, so had you a jean sing. jacket. <laughs> so you sing? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. All right, yeah. That's, that's great. You're like so much more, you, you have, he has a podcast and he sings. Yeah, he's, he is, he's, he's a double threat. <laughs> that is the traditional. <laughs> that's as many threats as I can do. <laughs> I actually met Glenn in theater school. Uh, uh, yeah. We were in the same year. And, you know, I just always thought he was a really charismatic actor. So (laughs) I was hoping that it would translate to podcast form. Hasn't so far, but we'll we'll see how it works. (laughs) (laughs) I need to drop in. Wow. That's tangled my sacrum a bit. Yeah, we're usually nicer to our guests. No, no. Were you in that? Were you in the Marat Saad? I was, yeah. Yeah, that was good. That's cool. Also, the movie version of that, totally rewatchable. Yeah. We should do it on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. We have to rewatch it on our own, though. I don't don't (laughs) want to sit in a room and rewatch that with you. It's too sexy. Uh, so what about the movie? Did you see the movie as, like, preparation yeah, for... Yeah, as research for wow. my role. <laughs> I took it very seriously. Uh, you know, I was the, the kid in grade 11 that had, like, the Stanislavski system in his backpack. And, oh, like, nice. So wow. I was going to method the hell out of Chuck Cranston of <laughs> did you, Beaumont. Did you wear, like, uh, like boots for a long while? Like, cowboy uh, boots? I, I didn't go so far as the still boots. still got them on. <laughs> I, I bought a, a jean jacket and I wore it around, which was, like, not typical of me at the time. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Cool. That's wow. cool. Did your friends make fun of you for that? Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good friends. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Got to keep did me you, humble. Did you, know? you like the movie when you first saw it? I, I liked it in that, like, I have a lot of time for sort of 80s kitsch, which yeah. I think yeah. this movie, like, embodies that to the maximum. I don't remember the 80s because I was a kid, but, like, I, I have, like, a fascination with it where it's, like, yeah. not old enough to be retro cool to me, but, like, and I don't have any nostalgia for it. I'm just like, what? Occurred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was around when I was around, but I didn't know it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cool. Blaine, yeah. what about you? When did you see Footloose? Well, this is a, this is a big movie for me, too. I wasn't in the musical. I can't, I can't sing. Okay. Uh, but I, Can you dance? <laughs> no, no, I'm a zero threat. I'm not a threat to anybody. <laughs> I'm just threatened. Maybe we could teach everything. you in a montage. Yeah. Yeah. Great, yeah. <laughs> Cue the music. But yeah, my, my mom was like into this into this movie. Uh, right. She she loved Because loved Kevin Bacon is one of the mom actor holy trinity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, along with uh, you know Robin Hood and so you Postman. know his name. Say his name. <laughs> no, I don't want to say his name. I don't want to give him give him the power. <laughs> But yeah, mom's mom's like Kevin Bacon, <laughs> and so my mom liked uh, this movie. But I think she also liked it because she used to go dancing, and she, you know, she right. was she was a, a hippie chick in her day. Right. And so with my godfather, she'd go dancing a lot, and I think they played this song a lot at the at the clubs that they Theme went to. Theme from Footloose, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Didn't it like unseat Thriller? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Like yeah. it was a big it was a big deal. Yeah. Can you imagine? Michael Michael Jackson just being like, "What? <laughs> what is I'm going on?" Kill Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I remember like being like the in even in high school. Like in, when I was a kid, we danced to it a lot with me and my mom. But like the last memory I have of dancing with my mom to this song is like in high school when the ice storm hit. Okay, and right. it like right. took out all the electricity in my town. Yeah, uh, we had that and, key party. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Can't resist that was, a nice storm joke. That, that was later. Oh, no. This was uh, – so we had no electricity and no heat. And so I just invited everyone over my house and like we like put on – but we didn't have many CDs. So all we had was like Footloose, put it on and, and dance. So it was, it was a nice memory. Did you, did you watch this when you were a kid, Rob? Did so you? I did not see the actual Footloose. <laughs> Wait, did you see the, the sequel? No. Oh, good. Okay. No, the remake. Yeah. No, I didn't. I wouldn't see that because it has Miles Teller in it. 
And, <laughs> oh, really? You know. Yeah, okay, yeah. I have a personal issue with him. <laughs> but my mom he had... He stepped on your toe once. You've never gotten <laughs> over it. I think I've told it on the podcast. Yeah, probably. That he went to, like, theater school with my ex-girlfriend, and, <sighs> you know, she either had, like, a really big crush on him or they, like, canoodled once. Oh, my God. And then, like, one time on her birthday, we had to go see... That wonderful summer or whatever, like the coming of age movie that spectacular he was in. now. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I hate him so much. This is so not spectacular. I'm never seeing Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I've never heard of him ever. So, oh well, Miles Teller in a Rolling Stone article said that he was the best actor of his, his generation. So okay. it's always cool when you say that about yourself. I know, right? <laughs> that was his downfall, though. Like oh, that yeah. was because there is a cycle of celebrity, and I do feel sympathetic to him because you know I'm. You know, I'm sure he's a nice enough guy and, you know, they try to screw you up because it's a good so. story. But he was like, my dick's as thick as a beer can and <laughs> I'm the greatest actor of my generation. And I talked to my girlfriend. I was like, see, he's kind of a dick. And she was like, ah, that's Miles. <laughs> <laughs> was she like, like, did she tell you what kind of beer can or? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> okay. Okay, sweet. <laughs> but I didn't see Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kind of got off topic there, yeah. But my mom had the tape in oh. the car, and it was like one of the six tapes that she had, including Flashdance, Backman Turner Overdrive's Not Fragile, <laughs> and uh, a Kenny Rogers tape, Greatest Hits. Well, uh, you came from Small Town Ontario, so you had to. Yeah. yeah the Kenny Rogers song came and with the tape. Both the Kennys in full effect. <laughs> That's right. They're... They're both great. So we listened to this like every time that we went on a car trip and all of the songs like really got stuck in my head. Sorry, I forgot Meatloaf's Bad Out of Hell. Oh, yeah. Right. But so I just have like this like bizarre soft spot for this like 80s synthesizer tinged pop music, which is just so like enthusiastic and optimistic and, yeah. you know, like we're going to take on the world. Let's dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I never saw the movie because obviously, like, it was something that my mom liked. So I wasn't going to go out and seek that. Sorry, Bland. Yeah. Um, but it's fine. It's fine. I did see a version of it, like a stage musical version at the Randolph Academy, which is where they train triple threats here in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And it was because my friend was stage managing it. And it was god awful. <laughs> oh, no. But it was kind of fun. So I was happy to finally sit down. And watch Footloose or cut Footloose, mm-hmm, cut my yeah. foot off. <laughs> so you didn't enjoy it, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, Just you so know, I can we'll run away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. But so, Footloose. Yeah, let's, let's run it down. It's, it's a 1984 movie. It takes place in a small town. I mean, we should first talk about it starts with some feet, some <laughs> feet cutting loose. Yeah. It's a nice little, you know, dance. Yeah, it's like a foot of. montage. Yeah. It's definitely someone's thing for sure. <laughs> yeah, like the only video on their computer is one. The first. <laughs> They've never seen seconds of the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> Say no more. That movie with all the feet. Yeah. Footloose? <laughs> but after the feet, we get right to a fiery sermon mm-hmm. by John Lithgow. I mean, this is a small town. It's, you know, very church-centric. And John Lithgow plays this preacher who's very, like, hellfire and brimstone and we see everybody in the church. Kevin Bacon's there. There's yeah. a cute girl. Looking like he just got electrocuted. That, yeah. <laughs> that 80s hair that's just like pointing straight up like a porcupine. I yeah, that's it. right. Well, I think he was going for the David Bowie look. Oh, yeah, with the tie. Yeah. 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 No, I, see. I see. But we sort of find out that he's a, a new kid in town mm-hmm. later. On the block, yeah. Yeah, and like this is going to be trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the girls are kind of into him. He's a, He's a handsome... He's, he's apparently cute. Yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> I don't know. He's kind of cute. He has charisma. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah, he's got yeah. some charm to him. He doesn't have, like, the pretty boy look that, like, a lot of movie stars have. So I feel like I was allowed to identify with him as a man. <laughs> <laughs> like, as a, as a kind of, like, you know, outsider attractive person? Because, like, he's not, like, a, a pretty boy. He's, he's not, not, like, like a prep, so symmetrical. You know? He's just... Yeah, he's just, like, rough handsome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I see, see that. that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we meet some of them, and then the girls go off, and uh, they're going to some sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, the first, like, big scene in the movie if you're not into church. <laughs> <laughs> or feet. <laughs> They're, like, yeah. driving down the highway. She's there with all of her friends. we got SJP, Sarah yeah. Jessica Parker, <laughs> right? yep. and some other girls. Yeah. Yeah. And then the preacher's daughter. Yeah, the preacher's daughter. I think her name is, like, Lori Singer. Yeah. Yeah. 
while they're driving down the road, this guy in a truck, his name is Chuck. <laughs> truck the, Chuck. Yeah. The yeah. Glenn character. Yep. Yeah, the main character of this whole thing. Yeah. He sort of drives up and they do like a small town mating ritual sort of thing. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, if she can get to, into his truck in time, then they, then they start a family. Mm-hmm. Well, at first they're just like, you know, hey, going my way. Like that sort of like, you know, country flirting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're racing. He's on the, other, he's on the wrong side of the road. Yeah, and she, like, decides to slip out of the car and, like, try to, like, transfer herself to the cab of his truck. Yeah. She's like uh, channeling some Jean-Claude Van Damme here. Yeah. You know? yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, she's doing the splits between the cars. It's a pretty impressive move. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Did you do that in your small town? All the time, man. Like we, we Yeah, didn't... that's how you stretch before the big game. And how I met my wife. <laughs> she climbed in the cab of my yeah. truck. And you, you pulled over she right She died in that accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he thinks that she's kind of insane and, and everyone thinks she's yeah. a little unhinged. It It is a little bit unhinged like yeah. nobody seems to be having a good time and sarah jessica parker seems traumatized mm-hmm. yeah she's like hell with this i'm moving to new york i'm yeah. getting out of here <laughs> but <laughs> retail therapy yeah. Yeah, exactly eventually they get to the drive in through whatever they were going to and she does something really crazy at this point she gets his boom box and puts on some what are you doing what are you doing music oh no <laughs> not just any music popular music <laughs> you hate to see that yeah. yeah and everyone's dancing like even people in the stalls in the bathroom are dancing and quite well like the fry cook is just like busting a move <laughs> yeah, exactly they're yeah. all professional dancers yeah in a town that is outlawed dancing yeah we don't know that yet no we but don't. they all look like the swings from west side story like, <laughs> exactly spum to worm. yeah i don't understand like yeah, they. We learn later that this town has banned dancing, has outlawed dancing, but we don't see anybody like shiftily looking around while they're like wiggling their hips or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and no one's arrested on that night. You know, thrown in the paddy wagon. Yeah, you can't dance right. in this town. I want to see like the cop who is like enforcing this shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He literally has two left feet. <laughs> He's just like so mad that he can't dance. <laughs> I hate you, kids, <laughs> and your sense of rhythm. <laughs> but well, she's. She has the music and everybody's dancing. Her dad, John Lithgow, comes up. He was bringing her some money because her mom didn't think that she had any. Good dad move. Yeah, and he is he is not angry. Just disappointed. He's, thank you, Blaine. Oh, that's the worst. It is heartbreaking. Yeah, it's like, that is some That is some good John Lithgow disappointment. Yeah. yeah. When your parents like yell at you, you're like, oh, okay, it's out. Like, we're not going to – it's done now, but the disappointment, that lingers. Yeah. That hurts deep. Yeah. I mean, he would have lost his shit if he saw what she did like 50 minutes ago. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe it's just the music. Yeah, no, he would have been impressed. Stunting, so. <laughs> Turn off that radio. It's <laughs> sinful. <laughs> but good stunt, honey. Good stunt. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we also have, I guess, the star of this movie, Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's sort of in there. He's like the new kid in town. Mm-hmm. He does like all the new school stuff that we expect from a teen movie. Yeah, he like uh, he kind of like gets in the way of this uh, one character, and and then they they become friends afterwards because he's yeah. he's tough because he doesn't back down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> because he's willing to insult the other guy's masculinity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, do they sell men's clothes where you bought that hat? Because he's wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good one. And Chris Penn is delighted. He is delighted. <laughs> they become fast friends instantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that Chris Penn was in this movie, and we talked about him in Rush Hour a few weeks ago. Right. And he was deceased at the time. Yes. Um, he's great in this. Yeah. 
I yeah, like. He's really yeah. fun, especially his like dance uh, montage. He's very, very charming in it. Oh yeah, yeah. That charming, stupid kind of thing is like yeah. that can go wrong very easily. But like he pulls it off, or you're just right. like, this, yeah. this is a sweet little sweetheart. It's I didn't fun. know that he had like the sensitivity for that, and now I feel bad for thinking he was just like all like tough guy movies. I mean, maybe he wasn't yeah. in real life, but like this was like a really nice uh, role, mm-hmm. and he becomes well, yeah, like it seems like a moment, you know, because like in these small towns, new guy in town, you're like, oh, he's gonna get the shit kicked out of him <laughs> and when they sort of turn it around even though like you know there is like the he doesn't need to emasculate him or whatever but it's nice yeah know? yeah it is nice I like their friendship a lot yeah. yeah yeah they become like good buds but he's the guy who explains that ain't no dancing in this town no no, no you have to go like half hour outside of town yeah and then some kids got killed doing it right and that's why it's out loud yeah, and like these cops, they're like those bad civil forfeiture cops, but with dancing. <laughs> yeah. They catch you dancing, they will take your shit. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, they're mean. And also, the, he like moved in with his with his like single mom because his dad left. Yeah, his dad walked. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And so they moved to town from the from the big city, and they moved to a small town. So she's living with the her, aunt and uncle. Yeah, the yeah. brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, isn't his mom also the mom from Gremlins? Yeah. Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. good job. I yeah. recognize that concern and fear anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah. scared for a boy. <laughs> and the scene that really made me like Kevin Bacon's character in this is when he is talking to Chris Penn and he's like, oh, yeah, in the big city we dance all the time. And he's like, really? And he's like, oh, yeah, this girl, like, it was clear that she wanted to do more than dancing. He tells the whole story, but like going back to her being in the car and the seats go all the way back. And he's like, really? And he's like, no, none of that happened. Classic. I, but I like that. I had a sex. <laughs> <laughs> Not. <laughs> I like that because when he was doing it, I totally forgot that he that was a, a lie in the movie. And I was like, oh, I hate this character. He's so boastful and like, right. you know, high yeah. on his horse. And then when it was a lie, I was like, oh, that's kind of charming. He was just trying to like. He's a really meek character. Like. Yeah. I also kind of like that because he's he's standing up for himself himself in like little small ways. He never fights. Well, he fights someone in the end, but like he never like yeah. he goes doesn't start it. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't start it, and I I like that about him. Yeah, yeah. but he like it, already he starts getting in trouble. Like they're driving in their car, and he's listening to Quiet Riot's mental health. I mean, metal health. <laughs> and the cop like pulls him over for no reason and gives him a ticket, and like so like he's starting to like get in trouble, and already yeah. you know, it's starting to get like really frustrating at one point he like freaks out at his like uncle or something and then he just like leaves yeah. and he has to go and dance in an iconic but also very bad scene <laughs> you just seem to be having a lot of trouble since you moved here and i figured you figured where there's smoke there's fire right usually works like that now look right you know that i would never try to take the place of your father yeah well there's no chance of that because that scene comes in I, I like clocked it at about like half an hour into the movie and it's a combination of like dance fighting and a montage of everything we just saw half an hour ago like yeah. even scenes that just happened we see like clips oh yeah of them. he's like remembering uh, like them. flashbacks like yeah dude we, yeah. we saw that happen yeah that was five minutes ago yeah yeah, yeah. he also there's no like spatial awareness in the scene like he jumps down from the second thing and then lands on the ground without breaking his leg like there's oh all God. the like yeah. dancing things that he does I'm like who wow Anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's dangerous, like urban exploration. He could, like, <laughs> fall down, like, a, a mill or something. Yeah. Sort of... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Lassie will have to go rescue him somehow. There's also, like, an uncanny valley thing to it because, uh, like, I read oh. that he has, like, four stunt doubles. <laughs> no. So, yeah. So, like, there's, like, a gymnast stunt double and a dance stunt no! double. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, buddy. But, like, you can kind of tell oh, where it's yeah. just, like, you, the way they cut it is, like, that's not him and that's not him. And, like, I feel it like, kind of takes me out of it. Yeah, I feel like they filmed this almost to be like on a shitty TV screen because right. like <laughs> yeah. you can totally see it's not him at so many different times. Yeah, and there's another part where like he's in the front seat, Chris Penn is in like the side seat, 
And because we're behind them, the camera's behind them, they put ADR in Chris Penn's mouth. But So he's talking, but we can't see his lips move. But he's in the rearview mirror. You can see him. And he's just like staring out the window. His lips aren't moving. So you're like, that's the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah. Why would you do that? And it's like, ah, oh, they won't see in the rearview mirror. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah. it was. But it's, it's such a funny dance scene. Do you guys remember that when you were in high school and you were really, really upset? And you went and danced in a... I... I have to confess something. <laughs> yeah. I can't dance. Really? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm bad at dancing. Okay. I, uh, I was in the least dancing as West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> kind of just stood around and shifted? Yeah, I couldn't even snap either. <laughs> I don't know how I got cast. <laughs> yeah, I never dance fighted my uh, dance fought. Dance fighted. <laughs> dance fought my blues away. But, um, yeah. I may have struck some dramatic poses, though. His pose game is super strong in this scene. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, strong lines, strong lines. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but he, even though he's dancing like no one is watching, someone is watching. How dare she? Ariel. Yeah, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she got her legs and is now here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's her name. Like, yeah, Ariel? no, it's, yeah, it's, Ariel, it's yeah. Ariel, yeah. Is it like a Tempest reference? Ooh. Yeah, I know a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. There's not a lot of Ariels in the Bible, are there? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, she's like basically come to flirt with him a little and then invite him to like come and meet Chuck at some like distant location. A tractor off. Yeah. yeah. Well, she yeah. doesn't tell him it's a tractor off. Right. But that's what it is when he gets there. I mean, again, I thought the worst. I was like, oh, this is the time where he's going to get beaten to death. You know, <laughs> he breaks his dancing legs. He'll <laughs> never dance again, city boy. My one passion. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Take up murder ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But with dance. Yeah, but instead he like puts him behind the wheel of like a tractor. Yeah, yeah. and they play tractor chicken. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Chicken. Have you guys ever played chicken? I grew up in a small town. There was no chicken. None, no chicken to speak of. Huh. <laughs> no. Because it no, seems I, like whenever they do it in a movie – it's always like the one guy suggests it, and then the other guy like goes through with it, and then the other guy's like, "Are you crazy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you crazy doing this thing that I told us to do? Come on. Yeah, I like I. Did you ever play chicken? No. Yeah, I. Well, I never played chicken like a car or like a, a tractor, but like on my bike when I was a kid, we played we played chicken. Okay, stuff that's with, like, irresponsible. Jousted. Yeah. Okay, we did jousting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then you'd, like, crash bikes into each other and stuff. If they used fun. the buckets in the tractor, that would be jousting. That would be fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Only only immediate death and Not decapitation. A sin. <laughs> Not a sin. But they, like, knock over these tractors into, like, a ravine. But everyone's okay. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's so, like... It's so crazy that everyone's okay because the guy jumps off the tractor. The tractor falls down the hill after him. doesn't crush him. It's fine. Could have broke bad like yeah. pretty easily. Yeah, yeah exactly. Could have killed him, buried him in the ravine. Yeah. And, uh, and Kevin Bacon only goes through with it because his shoelace is stuck behind like the, the, clutch the gas pump. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah that's dangerous. Also, Kevin Bacon by this point has like a mass, uh, like a whole posse of people, but you never see him meet any of the other people besides no. uh, Chris Penn's character. Yeah. He's attractive. He doesn't need to meet them. Fair enough. Yeah. You know what? He is the attractor. <laughs> Off. What? Yeah. No. There, there's a whole bunch of people, and I don't know. Like, I've never moved to like a small town, but I've been like on vacation with like you know. It's hard to find friends when you're not when you're in a new town, and he finds it very very easily. Mm-hmm. There's like 50 people that are like, "Oh, we just wanted like a leader." Uh, yeah. So thank you for coming to our town <laughs> and being here, Kevin Bacon. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, they go to a bar and dance. Yep. I guess that must be outside of town, but I don't know if they explain that or not. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's just that they talk about how it's illegal to dance, and then there's a lot of dancing, and it's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> well, they out- it's it's also weird because they outlawed it in the town, like in the town, you know, jurisdiction. Right. But the reason the kids died was because they went to a dance outside yeah. of town. <laughs> like, wouldn't you be like, oh, okay, let's get some dancing in this town, so the kids don't have to go across like a creepy bridge at night. And they can, like, dance in this town. Yeah. They should have just declared war on the, the outskirts yeah. communities. Right, exactly. Yeah. On Shelbyville, yeah. For Beaumont. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, let's be honest. The war on dance just doesn't work. We know it doesn't work. It's caused more casualties. <laughs> dance always wins. No. You know? 
They should just legalize it like Canada did. Are we dance. still talking about dance? Dance was created by the CIA. To keep right. people down. <laughs> we want a way to exhaust our enemies. <laughs> and we'll get back to more of that dance. <laughs> really? <laughs> we'll shimmy and we'll shake a little more right. after this break. 
person with and different abilities like I no think, one was in this movie. Honestly, that's why they put this whole dance band on there. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to be put to shame. You know. <laughs> I thought about that, but I also thought, like, if you have, like – some black characters in the movie do you kind of have to address what like the elephant in the room would be like i don't think these people in like the bible belt are going to be super cool who aren't even cool with dancing right yeah. Gonna, yeah. you know so like yeah that would add like, like a weird racism and stuff it. yeah you'd have to yeah i think yeah but instead the movie just kind of seems racist because there's no person yeah that's true yeah yeah, they try to like skirt the issue, but kind of uh, fell into it. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, the, in the metal world of this movie. <laughs> yeah, but so Kevin Bacon, he's not he's not going to put up with this not dancing. No. He feels like he wants to wants to dance. Of course. So he, he decides dance, yeah. that he's going to go to town council and he's going to try to convince them to allow dancing for the senior prom. Mm-hmm. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> It's only crazy if you like forget like about all those like proms in Georgia that were segregated like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> yeah, they didn't have to worry about that in this movie. No, movie. <laughs> the town was segregated. Was, yeah, the town was already segregated. <laughs> but yeah, so he's going to go in front of the council. The one person he has to really sway is the is the preacher. Right. Yeah, John Lithgow. And like, mm-hmm. there's also been like some more drama between him and like the daughter. Like, he, yeah. like, slaps his daughter at one yeah. point. Oh, man. Yeah. And gen- genuinely seems to feel bad about it later. Yeah. Uh, and Diane Weiss, uh, like, a monologue to him in the church when she he's like, you know, I've never hit anyone before. Like, I've never done this before. And then she has that whole monologue about being like, I've been quiet and I've I've been the dutiful wife. But, like... You know, you have to talk to your daughter. It was a great monologue. Yeah. She delivers it really, like, yeah. serenely and calmly and well. She's great. She's yeah. great. She's really fantastic. So restrained. And, like, to me, that the John Lithgow thing with his daughter is, like, the most interesting part of the movie. Like, yeah. I don't even – I think he probably has more screen time than K-Back. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, like, they set it up so well because that first scene he gives this, like, fire and brimstone speech – so then you know he can go to 11 like that. Yeah. But like all his other scenes with his daughter like face to face are like just quiet and reserved. And you're just kind of waiting for that thing to pop off. And it does when he slaps her. And, yeah. And there's another scene where he kind of shakes her. Yeah. But like the whole time you're just waiting for him to like be that explosive like preacher man. Yeah. Um, and we find out why, you know, he's so upset uh, it's because he had to let his Sasquatch back into the wild. <laughs> <laughs> Run away. Go. We don't like you anymore. <laughs> no, go away. <laughs> no, it's because his son died in a car accident. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah you really you really let us down a path and slapped us in the face for laughing. <laughs> yeah, and Ariel tells Kevin Bacon this bit of information. And it was he was one of the kids that went dancing. Yeah. And came back and uh, got uh, – they were playing Highway Tag. Yeah, which again – a horrible game. These are not kids. games. <laughs> no, no, no. They're like assaults in car yeah. form. Yeah, they uh, – apparently they tagged him too hard and he went off the You're bridge. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn. Is Footloose the sequel to like the Mad Max franchise? <laughs> <laughs> Before they banned dancing, people were just like yeah, yeah. road warriors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dancing was the gateway uh, behavior to all, <laughs> all those things. Yeah. Witness me. <laughs> Witness me. <laughs> well, I mean that's also like the reason why Ariel has been like acting out because she yeah. has been – she does not seem like she's in a good headspace. Like yeah. there's like that scene where her and Kevin Bacon are hanging out and she basically stands in front of a fucking train until Kevin Bacon you know, jumps over the tracks to push her off. Yeah, and – and like screams at the train is it's like a very fuck you train. <laughs> yeah, she's not just unhinged anymore. She's totally in a tornado of of anger at that moment. It's so crazy, yeah. but also like I found it like kind of like affecting because like she doesn't seem to be like aware of like her anger. Oh, yeah, and she doesn't have an outlet for it. Yeah, mm. she doesn't. That's yeah. true. She yeah. she can't dance. Yeah, um, I, I guess we, we're led to believe you know at the end of this movie. When they can dance, that all of her problems are solved. <laughs> no yeah. brother's still dead. They don't. Yeah, they don't address any of her like anger issues or 
But I, I think you really hit the nail on the head with like she doesn't even know how angry, angry she is and she surprises herself in that moment uh, because Garden State, you guys see that movie Garden State? That excellent I, I film? I asleep. <laughs> yeah, no, because it's the worst. And there's that moment where he's like, we all get to dress in garbage bags and yell into a gorge and that's how we like get our emotions out. But we don't really know why anyone's yelling. They're all kind of just dis- – but like here she has like this reason behind it and it's uh, it's way more affecting than that silly scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. going back to what you were saying – I, I do love the, like, dad stuff, the dad-daughter stuff. Yeah. I wonder if it's just because I'm an older man. Right. <laughs> I'm not, like, John Lithgow's age. That's what I want to mention. <laughs> but, I mean, like, you know, as a kid, you'd definitely be, like, relating to, you yeah, know, to the like, daughter. oh, they just let them dance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I can sort of, like, see how, like, He's traumatized from his own loss and he doesn't have any way to like to try to like fix things. So he tries to like control his kids. And that like sermon that he gives at the beginning where he's like, I'm responsible for all of you getting into heaven. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a little yeah, bit overwrought, nuts, but, yeah. you know. And if he was that way the whole movie, it would be boring to watch. But it's because he like vacillates between this super quiet, like kind of. You know, yeah. like you said, like he's not mad. He doesn't yell. He's just like, yeah. Well, and wish you hadn't done that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you judge like the main character of a movie by the character who changes most, he's yeah. the main character of the movie. Yeah, he's the one that has the come to Jesus moment of of realizing, like, uh, you know, repressive religion is just as bad as no religion in his eyes. Yeah, because you know? there's even that like Tucker Carlson looking motherfucker who's <laughs> like, hey, let's burn some books. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's so interesting too because that guy comes in and he represents the end point of. Where all this like repressive religion can go, right? Right, right? like the the Nazi-ish kind of uh, extent of yeah. it. Yeah, I like one point John Glithgow even even like runs out and like saves some books. Is that what he does? Yeah, he tells everyone to like go home, stop doing the book burning thing, and yeah, what a hero. Um, I like that change, though. Like, I like that he wasn't like made to be the bad guy throughout the whole movie, or he didn't have to have like a last minute epiphany. Like, it's a very like gradual sort of process, and it feels like very like. Real, it's earned, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, well, and we also the the scene where uh, Kevin Bacon sits down and talks to him and explains all his reason why he wanted wants to dance. He explains like what what it means to him. We don't see that scene. We like we see a little bit of it in the scene when he's telling the whole board that the yeah. city board. But when we see the scene of him sitting down with the reverend. It ends with Kevin Bacon being like, and that's why I think we should be able to dance. You're like, what? Like, you just, <laughs> we skip over that because we already right. know that John Lithgow is on the verge of changing. And, and the, so this is the last thing. They're bonding over a picture of his son. He's showing him a picture of the son that he lost. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to say that the, the city hall scene in the musical is a rap song. Oh, and no. it, oh, is, it is a crime. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone responsible for that needs to go to jail. <laughs> Did Sidney Hagar sing that too? Uh, no, uh, no. Oh, man. There must, we must have, have to find that online. Like, we should put that on, on our website we, or something. We, we should can. wrap it right now. <laughs> Oh, I remember it. (laughs) I'm from city council and I'm here to say we don't like dancing in any way. (laughs) It leads you down the path to wickedness. Okay. That's all I got. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, I know. Bars for days with this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Racks on racks. But on the city council scene, Kevin Bacon, I mean, he's like going all out to win this fight. He like, his tie has been loose for the entire movie does that tie right up <laughs> yeah it's business time he is for respectable sure. <laughs> and he appeals to john lithgow with the one weapon that he's weak against the bible <laughs> yeah and then the preacher's daughter gives it to him yeah, right. yeah that's good the bible you mean right <laughs> <laughs> yeah the bible rob she has like all the not like, she yet. marks out yeah, all yeah. The, she, the bits she puts like uh, post-it notes in it for him yeah she's done her due diligence it's nice yeah and Ecclesiastes assures us that there is a time to every purpose under heaven. A time to laugh and a time to weep. A time to mourn and there is a time to dance. There was a time for this law, but not anymore. See, this is our time to dance. And it's a good kind of like mirror of the opening fire and brimstone scene where like 
it also does that 80s thing where like he starts off like kind of mumbling over his notes and then yeah. like he throws the script away and he's kind of like <laughs> really the dictionary defines dancing as <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well I, I i i love that cuz he he's doing that one thing is like and and doesn't john 31 say uh uh, wait, wait, what, what, what does it say? And yeah. then everyone in the audience laughs at him, and it feels like a natural moment that yeah. wasn't written. It was like, anyway, that, that feels good. Yeah. But then he, like, is showing the Bible to the people. He's like, yeah, what, what does it say here? And slams it down. And, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. It goes a little bit over the top. He the gets end. fired up. Bible yeah. says yeah. lots of things, kids. No dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads me to believe that if you, like, just touch a Bible and start talking, you'll just get fired up. Because that's what happens to John Lithgow and Kevin Bacon They're in this powerful. movie. No, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> Did you guys, I mean, were you guys? raised in like you know religion like that with like a loud angry preacher like we just had the boring preachers yeah I was Anglican so that's kind of like Catholicism light it's just like you know everyone wears the robes and like there's a lot of pageantry but it, we didn't have speeches about like the devil and like, <laughs> right. were yeah. you allowed to dance yeah it was encouraged Huh. Yeah, it says so in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, it go. does. Yeah. Uh, Ecclesiastes, yeah, I think. <laughs> we learned that in this movie. We were allowed yeah. to dance, but we had to keep space for the Holy Ghost yeah. and Jesus and God and it's, the pastor <laughs> and the pastor's wife towards, and towards, the pastor's second wife. Jesus. It's a lot of, that's a lot of space. <laughs> towards the end of my tenure in the church and believing in God at all, uh, we, we had a, like a sort of acoustic guitar wielding Oh, Dean, yeah. and that, oh, that yeah. was a sight to be cold. He had a song about Jesus that was to the tune of the Superman theme song from the Donner movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That's so, so that was great. the kind of religion I had <laughs> growing up. <laughs> Can't see how you'd lose faith. Yeah. Thank you, God, for giving us food to eat. <laughs> oh, wow. I nice. shit you not, sir. That's awesome. Wow. I, I wish that was on YouTube, too. I don't want to see that. It probably is on Christian YouTube. Yeah. They have one. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then what happens? They, they don't let him. They, they go to the dance, right? Well, they have a, a dance because the, the guy that he works for. The who's cool this? employer at the flower yeah. factory. Oh, yeah. He's like the kind of like wise older mentor to this yeah. guy. That Except he never advises him once. <laughs> <laughs> he's mostly like, they're going to fuck with you, boy. Yeah. <laughs> You're new here. Yeah. He comes you in got needlessly hot. <laughs> like, yeah, right off the bat, he's like, he's some kind of asshole. I like you, kid. And it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jay Jonah Jameson or something. He's like, well, what? I don't want to see your face around here anymore. Can I start Thursday? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like him, though, A, because he reminds me of, like, those types of dudes from my hometown. Oh, yeah, the line worker, the factory the, the workers. Hat yeah, and yeah. the mustache and the, like, you know, skinny mm-hmm. and kind of a dick, but also, you know, yeah. sometimes like nice. deadpan humor. Like, yeah, yeah. no expression at yeah. all. Yeah. Nodding knowingly in the city council meeting when, yeah. when Ren's giving a speech. Yeah. He's like, oh, yes, yeah. and I was there too. He has a small smirk. He's yeah. like, yeah, mm-hmm. proud of that kid. Yeah. Yep. But Wouldn't he... dance myself, but nothing against those who do. <laughs> Personally, yeah. find it distasteful. He's a live and let live guy. I like him. <laughs> um, and so he he tells the kid, he's like, "Well, just over those tracks is the the fire uh, trucks can't go. So you could right. have your dance here in this mill. I think is where they actually have it. Yeah, uh, which is very weird." So uh, so he encourages everyone to come. Nowadays, mills are a hip event space. You can get married at a mill. Yeah, you know. it costs you like $7,000. It's expensive. And if you want to have like the artisanal flower to <laughs> give all your gifts, it's like even more expensive. <laughs> right, yeah. But you can have a footloose dance for pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they like footloose. Yeah. yeah, everyone loves footloose. So they have the dance, yeah. and it's really nice. But your character. Yeah, Chuck. He stirs up a little trouble. Yeah. Um, what the fuck, Chuck? <laughs> uh, shows up. Bad luck, Chuck. He comes in and he picks a fight. And Sir Jessica Parker is like, no, Chris Penn, don't fight him. Yeah. And then they start manhandling her. And I love the line where he's like, what do you want me to do? And she's like, kill the motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, All right. <laughs> it's such like. <laughs> it's a, clobbering time. Yeah, pretty I'm, much. I'm not like a violent guy, but that was very cathartic in this movie. I really liked it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I generally think violence is never good answer for anything but in this movie yes yeah i mean i think they were like defending themselves it's sort of like a a when in rome sort of thing like (laughs) you know when you're in beaumont or whatever it is Mm -hmm. they tried to settle it reasonably with tractors and that didn't work so yeah it has to come to blows that's true (laughs) that is the gentleman's code (laughs) first tractor second blows third duel at 10 paces feet on the ground fist in the air that's beaumont lifestyle yeah and then they beat these guys up. They really go to town on them. Uh, they knock them out. 
Kevin Bacon hears the commotion and enters the scene with like a flying kick. Oh yeah, yeah. he like drop kicks his face. Because yeah. if you know how to dance, you basically have cracked the Matrix code. It's, and the, you same can, it's, it's the same as knowing kung fu. Like you know, it's it's part way there. Yeah. I don't know, maybe. Well, it's the same as in Karate Kid. You teach them to fucking wax a car. Teach yep. them how to block shit. It's it, true. It would have been great. Transferable if, skills. If all the dance moves we saw earlier that he did when he was in anger, he used to like fight yeah, him. Right. <laughs> it was like and drunk he, like, master. Thinks like, back to his like impassioned dancing session, and then he's also thinking back to the moments he was thinking about during those sessions yeah, right. he gets confused he just stops <laughs> yeah a frame within a frame within a frame that's, that's really great yeah and then they go back into the dance and they have a good time everyone yeah. has their, their spotlight and everyone dances yeah. everyone is a professional dancer yeah <laughs> and then we see everyone did five years of jazz <laughs> yeah. six years of tap and then we see the main character finally change with his with his wife the the preacher outside and uh, they're hugging and kind of swaying back and forth. And yeah. Diane Weiss says, like, I think we're, we're, we're dancing. And they kind of yeah. laugh. And it's like a sweet moment. Yeah, That's is, a great and he's like, Which woman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he, Succubus. Then he burns her at the stake. And it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's a weird Some ending. Never learn. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That's, that's, that's footloose. That's footloose. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> There's like so much talk of automobile deaths and like almost like deaths because of transportation things. Yeah, and then people try to kill each other with like lead pipes and, and yeah. shit. Like, there's a lot of a lot of fighting. I didn't expect death. there to be so much like violence or like fisticuffs in Footloose. I think yeah. that's what I was surprised by. I knew there'd be dancing, and it's so normalized too. Like, no one bats an eye at that. It's the dancing that they're like, "Oh, that's weird." Right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You almost killed that kid. Good on you. Yeah. Couldn't we outlaw fighting? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You need fighting because if one if someone starts fighting you, you need to be able to defend yourself. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. if somebody starts dancing at you, you need to be able to defend yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you don't know how to fight, then then what are you going to do if someone fights you? Yeah, but it does have like a lot of dark moments because I think. At its best, it's like a meditation on grief and how you can overcompensate right. for it. Yeah, but it's better to have uh, harried and the Henderson than to never harry at all. <laughs> I love <Preach> that <laughs> you substituted the word love for Harry the Henderson, yeah. and and that's accurate. That's it is accurate. It's a good placeholder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mostly knew this movie from the soundtrack when I was growing up. And like we said, it did like unseat Thriller as the number one album at the time. And sort of similarly, it has like, it's fucking chocked full of hits. Yeah, Holding Out for a Hero. Mm -hmm. I fucking love Holding Out for a Hero. That's such a good song, man. Hear It for the Boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Something from the guy from Loverboy. (laughs) Mike Reno and the other girl, you know. uh, (laughs) Oh, from Almost Paradise. Yeah, Ann Wilson. Oh, Almost Paradise is such a good song, It's also very good. And I I love Loverboy. They're a Canadian band. They're great. Working for the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) But the guy who wrote the script for Footloose also wrote all of the music or collaborated with all the artists in writing all of the songs. Whoa, really? Kind of amazing. I did not know that. Because it does feel like a musical. Yeah, even though like they cohesive. don't sing yeah. the songs, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. Kevin has, Bacon doesn't sing. It has that hallmark of a lot of musicals. Which, like a lot of musicals are about like the one outsider and yeah. like people like this is the rules of the world, and he's like, no, love me for you know, probably because like the people who make them are people who are like, no, Dad, I don't want to play football. I'm all about <laughs> yeah. you know Stephen Sondheim for sure. Like, love yeah, me Wicked anyway. Is a, yeah, yeah, so many Wicked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the outsider. Yeah, and previously he had written a bunch of songs for fame and he's also written songs for like Whitney Houston this guy is a got oh he does not have an Emmy but he does have a Grammy an Oscar so he's not a goat and a Tony is Is he still still alive I think he (laughs) is can we get him that Emmy I, well, if they made like a Footloose TV show, or right. probably, I don't know why they haven't. I feel like they've made a TV show out of every other movie that shouldn't be a TV show. How yeah. long like, can you sustain the "We can't dance in this town" plotline? <laughs> well, because it would be like a gritty Trump era, like Netflix, too, oh like my God. Footloose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Handmaid's yeah. Tale could have like a Footloose episode. <laughs> 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 Instead of dancing, they like ban virtue signaling. <laughs> like his son was like tweeting something like really, uh, really inclusive while he's driving right, and he yeah, crashed. Yeah. It's like that's maybe- enough of this. <laughs> Kevin Bacon gets really angry and goes to like a warehouse, <laughs> starts being really nice to people, yeah. <laughs> accepting everyone there. Damn you! Just being really reasonable, yeah. being yeah, tolerant putting, for no good reason, putting like stopgap wheelchair ramps in. It's like damn you, Kevin Bacon! <laughs> Stop making the world a better place. <laughs> 
I think it's time for that show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be good. John Lithgow would be like, if you make this world so good, they won't want to go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we need suffering. Yeah. yeah. yeah but I, I love the soundtrack so much. I love like all like the 80s synth sounds oh, that yeah. are like on this. And they're so like bad and so good. Yeah. <laughs> like they're amazing. And uh, so many of the songs are like very catchy and memorable and there is like yeah there is like I mean there's a student musical version of it and it has been done on like real Broadway I think mm-hmm. um, did, you, did you guys either of you see the remake of uh, Footloose? No, no. I kind of refuse to because Footloose is already a good movie it's like yeah. when they redid Karate Kid I was like that's already an alright movie you don't need to make that better or I try f- to make it better I figured all that they would do is kind of take away the 80s corniness that I love about the movie. Right. So yeah. like, and otherwise, like, I know the story. Like, yeah. you can't improve on the Baconator or Lithgow, so. No, yeah, they got, like, Dennis Quaid to play the Lithgow part. Uh, I don't know. I can't see him as, like, a, you know, repressive preacher dude, you know. No, I don't feel that at all. No, yeah. And Miles Teller plays Willard, the Chris Penn character. I hate that guy. Yeah. Chris Penn's so good in this. Yeah, he's very yeah. – he does really, really well in and this. And everybody's pretty good. SJP. Yeah. Lori Singer, I think her name is. I'm trying yeah, to remember. Yeah, who's, who's Debbie in this – or Ariel in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember what Diane else. Diane Weeks. Weest? Weest, yeah. Yeah. From the, like all the Woody Allen movies. So yeah. Sorry not to bring up him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she's good. She's yeah. very good She's in great it. in this. Yeah. <laughs> He would be in the dystopian virtue signaling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Laurie Singer was in Shortcuts, and she plays the cello in that. She's one of the cellists. Oh, nice. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, she does Unhinged very well. And they uh, whoever does her makeup, is it's, it's really good, too. Because at the beginning, it's like she hasn't slept in the longest time. And then when she meets Kevin Bacon... You can see the like bags in her eyes slowly start going away by the end of it. Like the, there's like some subtle stuff that they do in this movie that I really appreciated. And you know who else is in shortcuts? <laughs> Chris Penn. Really? Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, it's a reunion. There you go. Yeah, actors sometimes they're in more than one thing together. <laughs> Did you guys have a big prom across the tracks? Ish. Yeah. I went not to my girlfriend's prom because she was a year older than me. So when I had my prom, she was in university. Oh wow. But Did she I felt come like, to your prom? No. By then we were sort of over it, so oh, we just okay. got like a just got like a roaster chicken. Oh, wait, wait, so you didn't even go to your own prom? No. Okay. No, but I went to hers, and you know, like the last song, the song where you dance with your sweetheart, yeah. was uh, "Baby Got Back." Really? Yeah. In my school, it was always "November Rain." Oh wow! Which is the longest song? Yeah. In the world, great guitar solo. Yep. You know, if you're looking to max out your jukebox minutes, I go with November Rain, Stairway to Heaven, and Inagata de Vita. Oh, Inagata okay. de Vita is so long. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, yeah. Ours was like time of your life. It was very oh. – yeah, was oh. Cindy Lauper. Uh, no, the other one by Green Day. Green Day one? Oh, I, sorry. I was thinking time after time. Yeah. We should do Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion. Oh, yeah. We totally should. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> all my friends made like duct tape suits and dresses, oh, or God. two of my friends did, and then they were just like sweating buckets the entire night. They're like, "This doesn't breathe." Man, <laughs> those so guys that had themselves. to be different in high school—they <laughs> were the worst. That, wasn't that like everyone in high school? Well, yeah. I mean, everyone's trying to like you know find some sort of identity, yeah, you know, outside of the pack or within a certain niche of it. Yeah, Kevin Bacon doesn't have to do this in this movie. Do that in this movie at all? Everyone likes him. He's <laughs> fucking handsome. There's no. I feel like there's no. Everyone wants to be six degrees of him. <laughs> there's no real battle for Kevin Bacon in this, except for the wanting to dance. There's no. Yeah. Well, and the chuck of it all, I guess. And even like his reason, like there is a scene where someone asks him, like, "Why do you want to do this? Why do you care so much?" Yeah. And like I remember the scene, but like I remember just being like, "No, that's not a reason." Yeah, he's not very convincing. He's, <laughs> he's like, something yeah, like, I "Well, my dad left me." Like, you know, okay. <laughs> 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 just want to dance. Yeah, he came to my dance recital and I failed it, and then he never oh came my back. God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if my son's not a dancer, then I have no son. <laughs> <laughs> my son wants to become a lawyer. Fuck that. <laughs> I want to. I want to see him in Broadway. Well, he's also like a gymnast. Like that's yeah. like it's like not that far from dance. I mean, you use your body. It's expressive in certain ways. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous that he and his mom, like you know. 
at the lowest point in their lives have to move to this small town because really like he should be in Hollywood like doing whatever he wants like someone yeah, that talented like, <laughs> who's like an amazing dancer and like an Olympic level gymnast like yeah. it doesn't make sense for them to like well I guess we we just go live with aunt and uncle bumpkin or <laughs> yeah exactly well also like there th- his dad left and she's like ah oh, you know what's good for you uh leaving all your friends too yeah. like every support you have in your life that'd yeah. be good and all the supports i have in my life like uh, it just seems like a bad move but teen movies are just not compelling unless the protagonist is the new kid yeah you know yeah. Like there's no team movie that just starts with them just already there with their with no new kid right. on a day where there's no new person in class mm-hmm. or a new person who doesn't fucking figure into the story. <laughs> yeah, like the craft is new kid. Yeah, every team movie is new kid. Especially in the 80s. I feel like the 80s and early 90s, it's like, you know, the renegade with the chip on their shoulder, but like who's yeah. actually kind of nice and has their stuff figured out and everyone has to get on their level. Yeah, because I feel like it worked for like Footloose, it worked for a few movies, and then Suits in Hollywood were just like, that's all teens want to see. Right. So we got to <laughs> do that over and over again, okay? Yeah. It's sucking a cigar. Well, this is sort of, it feels very like realistic compared to like the teen movies of our generation. Like all of those were so contrived or like they had like plots where somebody was tricking somebody into dating them or dressing somebody up or dressed yeah. as a boy or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like this feels, I mean, except for the illegal dancing thing. But apparently like that was a real thing. Apparently. Yeah. Well, that's he- what they mentioned in the movie. They mentioned like, oh, my cousin is in like a state in Mon- or a county in Montana that is outloud dancing. And, well, like, it could be like an alternate universe. I guess. <laughs> like some sort of dystopia. I but I think that in that point in the movie, the writer was trying to be like, see, it happens other places. This isn't just in the Footloose. Time. Yeah. I mean, it does actually happen. Like there yeah. are – I mean, it, he based it off an actual story that he read about people who – about a bunch of teens who repealed their town's law against dancing. Yeah. I, I feel like when I hear about that, I'm like, oh, that's so crazy that someone can tell you what to do with your body. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Goddamn. Also, we learned about it in the documentary M. Night Shyamalan's uh, The Village. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Good doc. Good doc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so what did you sort of think about watching Footloose now? Glenn, what, what, how did it gel with you? I think it still scratches that like silly, but like in a in an endearing way. That silly '80s kind of nonsense. That uh, yeah, it just hits me hits me right in the right spot. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I didn't feel like. I think like that. I knew that this was the movie with the town that they weren't allowed to dance. It just sounds so crazy. <laughs> But I don't think that that's actually, like, a big part of the movie. Like, if you excise that part of the plot, it would still be, like, a thing. Like, with Kevin Bacon getting to meet a bunch of new people and this girl has, like, a problem and her dad's, you know, really strict. Like, that's basically every movie anyway. Yeah. And I I do feel like it's about a a really religious person realizing what – like where they fit in their religion finally. And this like, is like a yeah. Paul Schrader film. <laughs> it's like first reformed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And just realizing that like, you know, what religion religion really means to them and what it can mean and that it can be used for bad and it can be used for good. Yeah. We've just right. m- mainly used it for bad throughout history. It so. is interesting that they don't – a movie like this could just be like, yeah, religion is stupid or people yeah. who believe in that sort of thing or just make the – preacher guy to be like a bad guy but they make his like personal beliefs they respect his personal beliefs yeah. and like they even like let him sort of come around on his own terms which i think is really nice yeah and and i like like i mean just what you said it could have easily been a movie where it was like an anti-religion movie first of all that wouldn't have sold but second of no, all right. it's nice to have a movie that ends with like let's just live and let live yeah let's let everyone have their beliefs and that's fine like I don't believe in religion personally, but I'm not going to, like, be a Christopher Hitchens and say, like, you're stupid if you believe in religion. I think Lithgow's going to bounce back, though. He's okay with dancing for, like, five minutes. And then he's going to be like, whoa, there's a little <laughs> bit too much lateral movement there. And oh, this music's a little bit loud and synthy. Right. I'm still worried about the cops in that town because, they, like, it's still illegal to dance in that town. And those cops yeah. still have all the power. <laughs> but it could be, like, one of those, like, old laws, like, you know, like, sodomy laws that are still on the books and, you oh, right. know. Oh, like, uh, like uh, Ireland that just, like, repealed blasphemy as a... Oh, yeah. yeah now being you can, illegal. Now you can say, fuck God in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you can dance. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that was offensive. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think this movie is really rewatchable. I'm going to put it down as, uh, as, as you know, on the scale towards highly rewatchable. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm going to rewatch it again. I think so too. It, it is rewatchable. I think like the the teen relationships are realistic. Like they feel like a lot of the teen relationships from other movies that are done well. It almost feels like at some points like a dazed and confused or something like that. Yeah. They smoke weed. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. So you know they're cool, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah it's I, just a fun movie all around. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, totally rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, how do I do this dancing thing? Okay, uh, <laughs> off, off air, all. <laughs> yeah, start montage. <laughs> Everybody, cut loose. Will you lead? <laughs> <laughs> but that's rewatchability for this week. You can mm-hmm. find us on Facebook or Twitter. If you want to request a movie or say something, make a comment. You should yeah. subscribe on iTunes and also rate us there. That helps us a lot. And Glenn, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Bowerman. That's all one word, G-O-Y-N-B-O-W-E-R-M-A-N. Also look out for Spacing Radio, my urbanist podcast uh, on Apple, yeah, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, visit the Spacing Store at 401 Richmond Street West, Toronto, Ontario. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Spacing's an awesome magazine. I'm. I. I I love very much. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, And like we always talk about the city when they shoot movies here and everything like that. And like uh, gives you spacing gives you a great like view at it and the issues that you know make it run and work. Yeah, it's really cool. A while back in one of the magazines, I read this article just about what the spray painting on the sidewalks meant, Mm -hmm. and that was so interesting to me because it's not something that I would ever think about. But it's like this language. Of the of the sidewalk in in Toronto. Wait, what does it mean? Uh, there's like different things that they write on, like whether this is a water main, gas main, all this stuff. But it's like this little code. I, w- I thought it'd be something more profound, like you know, life is a Ninja Turtle scene <laughs> here, <Yeah>. dancing. <laughs> it's hobo code. Yeah, yeah exactly. these people will give you food. <laughs> <laughs> I would also like to know that. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.